Hey there. Ever feel like you just need a break from the day-to-day of work, put on that out of office and be alongside peers learning from fellow nonprofits and industry experts on what they see working when it comes to fundraising, marketing, growing a monthly giving program, retention, everything that encompasses what you do? Well, if so, I have two events for you to mark down. June 4th and 5th is Donor Perfect's Community Conference Spark. It is for any fundraiser wanting to excel in donor management, program innovation, community engagement, and organizational growth, and it is free. So click the link in the show notes to register. And then an event that I have attended three years in a row is the NEO Summit, combining practical, actionable, and very data-informed content with also this really electric and immersive atmosphere. The NEO Summit is more than just a conference. It is a really fun and great place to get away from your desk and innovate your fundraising and accelerate your impact. So you can join hundreds of your fellow nonprofit professionals in Indianapolis in September on the 18th and 19th. And you can save $600 on your ticket right here. It is the lowest price available anywhere. So click the link in the show notes for both of these events. They are incredible. They put on an incredible speaker presentation, all tons of great resources for you. Invest in yourself and the growth of your organization by attending these two phenomenal events. Hey there, I'm popping into your earbuds or phone or computer, wherever you're listening from, to provide you with some context for the next few episodes. I wanted to do something a little bit different for the month of October. I cannot believe it's already October. Where has this year gone by ever since having Kennedy... I basically said Q2 didn't exist for us, <laughs> for our family. And then all of a sudden we're here in the last few months of the year, which is wild. So I wanted to do something different in October. And I say that this Missions to Movements podcast is all about sharing actionable tips and real stories from behind the feed. And I reached out through my LinkedIn and Instagram platforms and asked people if they wanted to get a free consulting call with me. And that consulting call would be recorded for a podcast episode. And so that's what you're going to hear. In the next few episodes, they are consulting calls recorded on Zoom, super casual. I have very minimal ideas ahead of time as to what the conversation or questions are going to be about. And I chat with these different nonprofits that are all different sizes, all different causes, talking about all different things from monthly giving to Giving Tuesday to end of year campaigns to social media to email marketing, you name it, we touch on it. And so I hope they are really valuable to you and kind of a peek behind the scenes and it can be brainstorms for you and and or your team as we head into closing out what I hope is a magical end of the year season for you. So I hope you enjoy these consulting call conversations and a peek behind how I like to consult and give feedback and ideas and hope you enjoy. The thank you is a big part that's often missed is like the creativity when it comes to the thinking. And that makes such a big difference and impact because so oftentimes people are just getting that receipt email, right? Which is standard. And just to go one level, even above that can be like a surprise and delight moment. Hey there, you're listening to the Missions to Movements podcast, and I'm your host, Dana Snyder. 
digital strategist for nonprofits and founder and CEO of Positive Equation. This show highlights the digital strategies of organizations making a positive impact in the world. Ready to learn the latest trends, actionable tips, and the real stories from behind the feed? Let's transform your mission into a movement. Hello. Okay, this is going to be, I think, a really fun episode. It's going to definitely keep me on my toes. <laughs> Lauren Hansen is here from Every Shelter, and she is the community manager there. Lauren, how's it going? Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Of course, of course. So this episode, I'm hoping to do a few of these in the row like this. So I hope, listener, that you enjoy it and get as much feedback and ideas and tactics and strategies and all the things that I want you to come away with from these episodes. They're going to be consulting style. I have a little bit of background to what Lauren's going to ask me about, but not really. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna talk about end of year strategies. We might talk about her monthly giving program, but essentially a couple of weeks ago, I offered the ability for organizations to join me for these kind of live consulting calls that would end up being podcast recordings. So thus, here we are. And I always find these really helpful when I'm on the receiving end, just to get like a peek in behind the scenes of how would... I maybe think about something in the digital marketing realm. So I don't want to waste time explaining what we're doing. We just dive Mm -hmm. into it. So Lauren, just for some background, will you explain what Every Shelter is, what your mission is, and then also your specific role at the organization and what community manager entails? Yeah. So I am Lauren at Every Shelter. And at Every Shelter, we design shelter solutions for refugees. And so what we do is work with the refugee who is in a protracted refugee situation. There are many organizations that help in that like emergency relief. But what we do is that we know that refugees are displaced for decades. And so once that emergency relief runs out they're kind of put in a lurch. They're kind of put in a limbo. Which is what nobody really talks about, right? That's They the, don't talk about it, yeah. sadly. Yeah. And so they live in camps or in urban slums and they don't have the resources. And so what we try to do is we come at it as a, a shelter. Our CEO is an architect and we try to see if, how can we better their lives through shelter innovations, but also like how can we make them be able to be their own hero in their own story. And so how can we like empower them to not need us? We do that in in three different ways. And I'm sure as we get in there, you'll be able to see kind of our programming. I love it because I feel like it's like we're doing something that's not being really met in the refugee system. Yeah. What an incredible mission. Are you familiar with Mary's List? Mary's List. No. M-I-R-Y list, you should connect with them. Mm-hmm. This is a potential, like one thing I love is collaborations and partnerships. Sure. And they're an organization that also works with, I think some refugees and also immigrants. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if there's some cross collaboration there, but they work with them in terms of just getting here in like the survival mode, thriving mode, providing programming. And I forget what the third bucket is, but essentially that could be a really interesting partnership with the work that you guys do. What's interesting with what we do is that we are not working with anybody who will be resettled. Less than 
1% of people will ever be resettled in a country like America or in Europe. And so we're really working in country where these people are just, you know, leaving their dangerous country, going to a host country right next door, and there they're getting stuck. That just makes us a little different. We work primarily in Uganda and Turkey. Okay. Interesting. Awesome. How long has the organization been around? So Scott, our CEO, started the... He came up with his like first shelter solution uh, while he was in grad school at Rice University. Go Owls. So that was in 2015. And then he graduated, tried getting a real architecture job, but kept this vision going. So they were creating floors for Syrian refugees because in the winter, you don't think about this, but in the Middle East, it gets very cold. And so refugees were living in makeshift tents on the dirt floor. And so they saw this and they were like, "Mm, we need to come up with a solution that like gets people off of the ground. And so they came up with a flooring system that is fully temporary, lightweight. We call it emergency floor. And it's still being used to this day. We we were able to respond to Turkey in the earthquakes that happened last February. And so that was like our first intervention. And But we learned a lot of things through that is that you can't really just create new products. You have to think about it in a totally different way. And so... Absolutely. Yeah. So that's that, so starting cool. in 2015, he was able to like go full time in 2019. And so we've been around for four years. I've been with the team since the beginning of the Amazing. 2019. Yeah. So, and then my community manager job is I call myself, I'm an activator of generosity. And I am here to help just your, you know, average person who doesn't think about these things. Cause this is also out of sight, out of mind. I try to bridge that gap. The layman, I'm the layman of this group of like, how can I make this reach somebody who doesn't think about it? Yeah. But I also run our monthly donor community, which we call the Haven. And I'm like kind of your donor relations person. Which the website is beautiful. If everybody, if you go to everyshelter.org backslash donate, you will be able to see their Haven page, which is beautiful. So let's dive in. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the Haven? Do you want to talk about end of year strategy and maybe set a little bit of a tone for what the goals are that you guys have or you kick us off? Cool. Okay. So I think one of my questions for you is because we use fundraise up. I mean, we love them. I'm so glad I heard about them. Because we yes. we were using just a different program and it just we were I feel like we were getting some people who maybe were getting stuck in the friction. And so we loved mm. fundraise ups like one I love that they, you know, use data to kind of explain you know, people. Yeah, like different options, you know, knowing that person. I think that's very cool. But also I love that on the page you just see like all of the people who have given and that just like yes. social proof. Is so encouraging. Anyway, I'm a big fan. But we were able to use it on our homepage. We have the donation form. And then we have it on our Haven page. And so my question for you, Dana, is in your opinion, like when you're doing end of year giving, should we just use our every shelter slash donate page and just change the language to be end of year? Or do we use our homepage and change the language or do we do both (laughs) or third option? Do we like create a whole other page for end of year? Are you doing a specific end of year campaign? Yes. Okay. What is that campaign about? 
Or is it like a specific impact goal no, for so end of year? It's mostly just like helping us end the year so that we can continue the work in the next year. So we don't have like a, you're going to find X. It's more of like, okay. you're going to continue the work and use your end of year gift to do that. Is there something around that you know is coming up in Q1 of 2024 that the funds would be going towards? Yeah. So one of our programs to explain a little bit. So we work in Uganda and in camps. And so one of the camps that we work in is called Bitty Bitty Refugee Settlement Camp. And I actually got to go there in April. I have it in my own, you know, I've been there, I know. But anyway, so we created our first store. Now that might sound weird, but when you're a refugee and you have been displaced for years and years and years, you don't need the same things that maybe your neighbor needs. And so when, you know, the charity model is you just, everyone gets the same thing. Well, we were seeing that people were actually just taking that free thing and selling it for the money to be able to buy them what they really needed. Ah, And so we thought, okay, we need to create, like, we know that refugee economies exist And so like, we need to get into that and like start selling things that people actually need. And so we did this in Bitty Bitty. And so we're wanting to open up another store in Bitty Bitty, but also in another camp in Nakavali. Uganda has, I think, 1.5 million refugees. They have some of the oldest camps. Nakavali has been around since 1950. It was one of like the first camps. Anyway, so we want to open a store in Nakavali in the next year. So a lot of our we'll be talking about Shelter Depot because we do have such, we have so much content too, to kind of like help tell that story. Okay. And then diving even like another layer further, what's Mm -hmm. sold like at the store? Yeah. So it's like one woman bought an ax. You can buy nails. You can buy a bucket. You can buy a water canister. One of our products that we've made is a better tarp and it's called in Swahili, it's Bashe Bora, and it's made out of recycled billboard material. A whole other thing. We got the idea Very from cool. a refugee that they were using billboards as tarps, and we were like, that's genius. We should scale that idea. And so yeah. we've been doing that in Uganda, and we manufacture Bashe Bora there. And so we hope to sell them in the store. So we also sell Bashe Bora, our better tarp, and also just other like roof related needs. And they sold for like a dollar amount? I'm not sure what yes, their currency is. Right. No, okay. it's, so it's such a good question. It's sold in shillings, which you got to shillings. But when we started Shelter Depot and Bitty Bitty, we were put in a situation where they're actually, people didn't have cash flow as much as we were expecting in Nakavali. We thought we would start the store in Nakavali, started in Bitty Bitty. And we realized, yeah, these people don't actually have the cash flow to buy. And so we we thought, okay, what if we created a work for credit situation where they can plant trees, they can make bricks. You know, so we we have started that. So if people have the money, which some people do, they can go and buy the goods that they need. And then if they don't, then they can do a work for credit for, you know, like a few days just using their labor to get the things that they need. And it has gone so well. People love it our list to sign up to like work for credit, like we're running out of 
jobs to do for the list of people who want to participate. And so wow. it's pretty amazing. Because yeah. I'm sure what they want is a job to be able to they provide take for their care families. Of themselves. Yeah. Like, like yeah. we do, right? We're just like that. Of course. So. Yeah, of course. That's amazing. So my first thought with the end of year campaign in general is everything that you explained creates such a visual. Like mm-hmm. I can picture that in my mind, right? I can... And I'm sure you have visuals of being there with Bitty Bitty. What does a store look like? What do those different mm-hmm. items look like from the water bucket to the nails, to the ax, to the tarp and everything that's sold in the store? And then thinking about, do you know what the cost is to open a new store in an estimate? That's a really good question. And I probably don't want to say it publicly because I don't know for sure. But that's like, okay. that's it's not really my activating generosity. I'm not in the know yeah. of all of no, those numbers. But I mean, yes. that is something that we will know when. So if you go to our Haven page, I have some options of like some donation numbers. Oh yeah. 30, 50, 100. Right. Like one of them is, yeah, like $100 per month helps fund our salary pool. Like I think something that would be awesome based on this. So everybody, again, if you go to everyshelter.org backslash donate, you'll see what we're talking about. And they have these pre-existing impact dollar amounts, which I always really suggest. Theirs happen to be 30, 50, and 100. Mm -hmm. And then I would say for this specific campaign, are you looking for the campaign to bring on ideally monthly givers? Yes and no. So, I mean, a lot of people at the end of the year, we've seen that they aren't really interested in joining something. They just kind of want to give their end of year gift. That's where I kind of have hesitation because I want to grow our haven, but I, I wonder if it's just not the right time to do it at the end of the year. I would say both because yeah. something that's really interesting. I'm actually speaking with Woodrow Rosenbaum from Giving Tuesday after this, and they've released a couple reports about how bigger donations are going down and to mm. increase to be able to have have a more a larger diverse donor base that might mm-hmm. be smaller gifts and give people that option. So my thought is, what if you this would be a separate page? And you would build mm-hmm. out a separate fundraise up, like ask campaign with forms where you offer and you centered it around like building this new store mm-hmm. at the camp. Mm-hmm. So the visuals, the creative, the copy, everything's around what it takes to make this store happen and the impact, like everything you just explained to me, the story of people being able to work, to be able to purchase mm-hmm. the goods. What do these buckets look like? What does the nail look like? What does a store look like? Mm -hmm. And people can help make that store come to life essentially. And then they could either, you could provide them with, this is X dollar amounts as an individual gift that would be lovely as a one-time or for a monthly gift of X, this would allow us to continue to do the work, to continue to build more stores, to continue to provide them with goods, the shelters, Etc. by joining, becoming a member of the Haven. And maybe the dollar amounts for the monthly, for the end of year campaign are different thinking about the store. So yeah. I'm not sure what it takes to build the store, but let's say the hours that it takes for the personnel to actually build it is cost X. For us to get the supplies for the structure is X. And so everyone could kind of like essentially have a piece of making that store come to life. And that Mm -hmm. way it gives you, I think a lot of different communication 
too, for emails, for social content, and them coming together. That's what I would recommend just because then you could also provide them with updates about what's happening in Q1. I did a podcast episode a few weeks ago talking about four different Give Butter Giving Tuesday campaigns that went really well. Mm -hmm. And one of them was a restaurant that... I don't know if you listen to this or not, but they were a restaurant and it's a donation-based only restaurant. And they were doing... Yeah, it was very cool. I think it's in Nashville or Alabama. One of the two. (laughs) For the Giving Tuesday campaign, they said we're a donations-only restaurant. And this Giving Tuesday, we're wanting to provide 4,500 meals from like January through March. We know that's about how many meals are requested during that time of the year. And this campaign would allow us to do that. If we raise, I forget what their amount was. But so something like that. And then they're able Mm. to report back and say, yes, in like you guys, we were able to open the store. It's live. People are able to use it. Here's photos and examples of what's being created. Like, does that sound like something in line of what could be possible? Yes. The only like situation. So these stores are already funded by our partner organization. So we partner with the American Refugee Committee. They're also called Alight. And we got the funding to be able to keep going. I think at every shelter, we kind of get this, we want to be as like genuine, like you're going to give this money, this is where it's going to go. But, you know, obviously this is to continue the work for us to do this for years and years and years. Yeah. So are they essentially helping to build them? But then obviously it takes continuous expenses. For sure. Yeah. We know that we have the funding for like the next stores that we want to do. And so some of our hesitation of just putting our end of year campaign on the store, but we also want to celebrate that we got a store up and going and to kind of use that momentum for people to want to continue this mission of like bringing agency. Cause that's kind of what we, we say that refugees have preferences. And so the store is giving them a chance to have agency and to be able to make their yes. own choice. Cause when I go right now to the website, unless it's somewhere specific, like I don't see right now anything about stores. Yes. So when you keep scrolling down, Well, actually, it's not even on that page. You're right. So maybe what I need to do on our everyshelter.org page is change up this picture, this video that's happening. The main one on the... Yeah, because... So if you can... People may not be seeing it, but there's just a... It's a lot about our programming, but it's not as up-to-date as we no longer are sewing tarps. We're now welding tarps. And so in the store wasn't even in place yet. We just in April, got all of our content footage of the store. It opened up in January. So it's very new still. Very new. Yeah. Yeah. But that's maybe some good just to get some pictures of Shelter Depot since that is one of our such a big win. For an end of year, as specific, I mean, for any campaign, as specific Mm -hmm. as you can make it impact-based always tends to perform the best. Because if you say... Let's just talk about in general. It's like our goal is to raise $50,000. Like that as a one individual, like I'm not going to be able to give you $50,000. So my donation now seems like so inadequate to what you need. 
But if you're able to break that down even further Mm -hmm. into more like impact related goals, then that's where we can start to, oh, I can understand the value of my $50 going towards X. Right. No, and I totally understand that. Yeah. And the other thing with the site, if you are going to, I've been doing a lot of work on like some website audits using Microsoft Clarity, a tool that I talked about that can kind of show a heat map and how people use your site. You can see the recordings. Oh, whoa. It's very cool. Yes. And so you can see like how far people have scrolled, what their buttons are clicking on, if they're clicking on things that are dead links Mm. where they think they should be able to go somewhere, but they don't, they get stuck. Always, always, always the above the fold is where people spend 70% of their time. I would say usually it's less than 50% of people make it below the fold. So that makes sense. Yeah. To think about making whatever you're going to have at the top, Mm -hmm. exactly what you want them to do within that moment to not even worry about creating too long of a page. If you are going to create something specific for the campaign. Yeah, that's smart. I would offer the ability for how you have it now with one time and monthly with the fundraise up form, but have language that's calling people into both. So what will they be able to do their one-time gift? But also if you donate X or Y or Z dollar amounts Mm -hmm. as a monthly donor, that's going to contribute X. Okay. Dana, I want to get your opinion on something about our... (laughs) We have a gift incentive with the Haven. And so when you join the Haven at $30 a month, yes, you get a billboard bag. So it's called the Every Shelter Bag. It's beautiful. And it's sewn by refugees in Uganda. And everyone's unique. Each one is unique because it's a billboard. And it's a billboard from East Africa. So it's not even American billboards. It's East African, which are actually a lot bigger than American billboards. So we have this incentive and it's a gift, but it's also a tool. We see it as like, you know, we want to thank you for, you know, joining the Haven, but also like, this is a cool way for you to tell our story. And so I guess my question is like, should we keep doing that? (laughs) Is if they give, if you join at $30 a month, you get the bag. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the on ramp is $30 a month. I think it's fabulous. I, in a very similar comparison, I'm a monthly donor to Dressember and mm-hmm. they send, they did a partnership with Made Free and they asked us as collective members if we wanted to send our addresses in if they didn't have them, these little fanny packs after giving for a certain amount of time. And so it wasn't like at the initial oh, onset, but it was after we, yeah, okay, after we had given for X number of months. So the bag now, I mean, how do you, other than having it on the site, do you do any campaigns specifically like around the bag? We do. Yeah. Well, I mean, our, our kind of rhythm is end of year and then world refugee day. And so we do these art auctions and a lot of our board members are connected to the Houston art scene, you know, just, and so we have local Houston artists auction their art. And then we have these bags on display that people can just like immediately join the Haven at that $30 mark and get the bag. So that's more like mostly just like that event campaign. We haven't done a lot of like just a campaign with the bag. It's always just been kind of like part of our Haven story. 
Ooh, what about, okay, how many monthly donors do you currently have in the Haven? We have about 130. Okay. And have you done a recent like upsell ask? We have not. Like, yeah, that's something that we know we need to do. Okay. Have all of those 130 already received this bag? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So everybody who, you know, has joined obviously will get the bag. And then I did, once the bags like came into existence, I went in and like gave this bag to all of our like OG members when we like yes. rebranded last year, the Haven, because it was just the monthly donor community. So I rebranded it, gave it everybody who was just in already the bag. So they all have the bag. So here's a thought around giving Tuesday slash end of year, because it's all around holidays and people are buying gifts for people, mm. is fundraise up. I don't know if you saw, they have a new feature. They just announced it like last week with it's an upsell. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. It's like a one-click upsell feature. And I had it on my site. Let me see if I can pull it up. It's an email? So it literally, it's one-click donor upgrades using a link. So you have their donor-specific upgrade links. So you can send them in the email and it will automatically know who the person is. Ooh. Yes. And so it's personalized. So mm-hmm. for an example, it would say increase your current $50 or let's say in your case, $30, sure. $30 mm-hmm. donation by, and then you can choose an $18 plus 30 more dollars plus 50 mm-hmm. more dollars, and then continue to cover transaction costs, confirm. And then for you guys, what if it's, if you increase your gift by X amount, we'll send you another bag to gift to a friend or family member for the holidays. Mm. That's a really good idea. And then it's continuing your message. Right. And just have like a little thing in the bag that explains the message. Mm-hmm. I love buying gifts that have an impact meaning for friends and family. I purposely look for things like that. And so if they increase their gift by $18, $20, right? And that's amazing for you guys. Right. Send them another bag and then have so them get, gift it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Regarding Giving Tuesday, kind of our plan, we're always like, we know Giving Tuesday, we're not just the only organization asking on Giving Tuesday. We know that it's just a loud day. And so one way that we try to act is we want to give back to our community on Giving Tuesday. And so we've done giveaways of like a children's book that told like the refugee story. We've done refugee made gift guides. So you can like think through your holiday gifting of like, refugee made goods. And then this year, so we worked with this fabulous photographer who is a humanitarian aid worker in Turkey. And she was there helping in Turkey after the earthquake. And when we were able to respond with our emergency floors, she was able to capture images and stories of families receiving our floors. And so we created a booklet for everybody who gave to the emergency floor campaign and are going to be able to gift them a digital copy on giving Tuesday and have the option of them getting a in hand copy of the book. It's a beautiful beautiful. book for people to see like the impact that their $20, their $150 gave to help real people. 
that's one of my biggest things. I want people to like really have that connection. So that's exciting. That's like one of our little ideas for giving Tuesday. And then after I I got this idea from next after, so I have to give them the plug. I did one of their little end of year webinars (laughs) and they suggested that like, after you give that book, because you're not asking for money, right? You're saying, here is this gift. Thank you. And then once they get the book, you know, the, the confirmation that says it's in your inbox, then you ask for their end of year gift or their giving Tuesday gift. And so it'll be interesting to see, like, I know you're a big tester. We we're kind of interested to see how this works. If people give after that or anything that keeps you top of mind, something else that they talked about at the Neo summit last year was as a case study, an organization sent out just like a a postcard around Thanksgiving, Mm. just giving thanks. Like we're grateful Mm -hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. And no ask, just right. saying, hey, this is what we've been up to. Really brief, thankful right. for you. And then they tested, they did, they sent, I forget how many of the number, but they sent half of their donor base, the postcard and half they didn't. Mm-hmm. And then when it came time to giving, how many people gave from each group? And it was like a significant increase percentage for the people that got the postcard than the people that didn't. Yeah, so we're we're also gonna do that. So their suggestion was to start giving season November 15th. And so November 15th, we're going to start our like thanking (laughs) camp. It's like, they call it like framing and priming, you know, you just want your donors to feel seen before they get bombarded with asks. And so we have some beautiful postcards that we're going to send out, but also we got our CEO, Scott, to make videos while he was in Uganda a couple of weeks ago. And so we have these just really like genuine, like, Hey guys, I'm here in Uganda. Like, thank you for doing what you like helping us get here. Anyway. So I'm really excited to see those go out and just kind of fill up people's cups yes, a little bit. That's incredible. We get yeah, the thank you is a big part that's often missed is like the creativity when it comes to the thinking. And that makes such a big difference and impact because so oftentimes people are just getting that receipt email, right? Which is standard. And just mm-hmm. to go one level, even above that can be like a surprise and delight moment. I would think about, and it sounds like you guys have a lot of ideas coming together for end of the year. And just thinking about each, if you can, breaking down your donors into segments. And like, what are we asking for from this specific group? Maybe it's your lapsed donors that haven't given in the past year. What is the angle? What's the ask from them? Is mm-hmm. it just to like get them to watch a video and get updated and remember what it is that you're doing and get a response from them in some way? Is there the group that have been your one-time donors from the past few years at maybe below $100? What do you want them to do? Maybe that's a group that you're trying to convince them to join the Haven. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's inviting them and enticing them with the bag because maybe they don't even know that exists. Right. Then your monthly, your existing monthly donors, maybe it is this one click upsell. I would think about it instead of just doing the same campaign push out to everyone. Right. Is serving those segments. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And think about what would actually make sense to ask this individual based upon how they're currently engaging with us. And it's all relationships, right? And even your existing monthly donors. Maybe at 
very different levels. So somebody who might be giving you $30 a month versus somebody who's giving you $500 a month if that exists. For sure. Those should even be different asks to them, right? Right. So I would carve out like what you think makes sense of those different segments and then which campaigns make sense to push out to them. Yeah, that's good. And then you could even pull if you wanted to do for the maybe laps people mm-hmm. or even actually for everyone, you could run, you know, I'm a really big fan of Facebook ads. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm on your hundred emails list. Yes. <laughs> so I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're starting that soon this week, right. two days. Right. That's what I've been working on a lot. <laughs> yes. Even before lead generation, you could just run a video view campaign because they're really low cost to your entire warm audience, just to like remind them again of everything that you've been working on. Mm. Again, and maybe it links out to a blog post and it's just sharing a more like updated. It's just, again, how do you get top of mind in advance of that November 15th? So that when November 15th hits, they're like, oh yeah, they've already been in my mind. They're who I'm going to give to this season. That's a good idea. I'm excited to see our campaign, the email campaign see what happens with that with just like new people. But yeah, I've been dipping my toe into the Facebook ads world. It's a little You're going to rock it. (laughs) The other thing, I'm just going on your Instagram account. Yep. You could also just in lead, I'm just thinking of like lead up things to do ahead of the campaigns. The current followers that you have, if you do create like just a very simple blog page, maybe it has a video in there from him is just send DMs to people. Be like, hey, thank you so much for being a follower and supporter. We'd love to share an update with you on what Mm. we've been working on and just send the link. It's again, every time that I've gotten a DM from a organization, they always are just asking for a gift right away. And I'm like, I don't even remember what you've been working on. Yeah, sure. So whether you send a voice memo or just in text Mm -hmm. and then link out somewhere. And then that way, when you're running your lead gen campaign, you can retarget people who have visited your website. Mm. So you would suggest putting a link to your website, like for if if it was a video to create a landing page that had that video on it so that you're, you're just always driving people to the website. Yep. And then, cause one of the questions I always get is how can we increase our email list from social? followers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. have somewhere on that page. Like you could even say we're launching something exciting for like end of year, give first name, email address to be notified. Mm. Because these 1300 people on Instagram might not already be on your email list. Mm -hmm. So if you do a really simple blog with the video, with like a little description about what you've been working on this year, make it really timely. Mm -hmm. And then be like, we can't wait to share with you what we're working on for 2024 and end of year, like get our updates kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Cause our Instagram hit really grew a lot in the past year. We collaborated with YouTube influencers who are oh, nice. in the building science world. It's funny. Cause I am just cool. not in that world at all. Me, Lauren, but my CEO, <laughs> Scott, this, like, it was one of his, like, favorite YouTubers. <laughs> and That's he reached awesome. out to him about the Turkey campaign. And he did a whole podcast with Scott and got, you cool. know, activated his 
community to give. And we raised about $30,000 to help towards Turkey just from their community alone. And so that's, that's, that's kind of why we did this Turkey book. It's called when the ground gives way is because we just wanted to really thank those people yeah. who came to us through it's called the build show. That's awesome. Does the photographer have a social presence? She does. Her name is Salome. Cause it would be cool to do like an Instagram live with her mm. and maybe your CEO talking about the book, talking about the work oh, you did. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Cause if she has, then her audience could know about it. Are you going to sell the book too? Right now it's just a tool for thanks. It's not a, a sell. Okay. Cause you could have a landing page where people could just be free where you set it up, where if they give your first name, email address, you'll send them the book mm. through like the live with. So direct people to a really like every shelter backslash book or Turkey right. or whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And then they can put in their information and then get the free download. Yeah. We need to figure out a way to utilize the book past just this season for sure. And we have other publications. We created a book this summer um, we had an architect student from Rice. He's a grad student. He created a book about Tukuls, which are the homes that refugees in Bidi Bidi live in, South Sudanese. They're coming from South Sudan. They come into Uganda and they have this rich culture of a certain type of house. And so the book like celebrated just mm. the amazingness of this house, but also kind of yeah. goes into like the challenges that this house has. And, you know, here's some, maybe some solutions of, what those challenges, like how we could mitigate those challenges through Shelter Depot and through just even work opportunities. Anyway, I could go into it, but we try to do that. We're, we're wanting to be creating these booklets, creating ways yeah. for people to learn. This is all good. Just to think through. I love the idea of the Instagram live. There's so many things that you can do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fun. there's just so many things that you could do based upon the different projects that you have coming up. I know we're coming to the end of our time. Is there any... I hope this is helpful. (laughs) No, this has been good. I'm so happy just to get somebody else's brain in this. (laughs) Yeah, of course, of course. Is there any like last question or that comes to mind that we didn't get to explore? I guess just last thoughts just about our donate page. If there's anything that you would suggest that we change or just be my last question. On the Haven page? Yeah. So for those of you listening that don't use Fundraise Up, there are elements on the back end. You're able to see how many people have clicked on an element, how many people have gotten to the checkout, and then how many people have completed a donation through it. And on their Mm. page, you have your form right in the header. They have the sticky button on the left-hand side that says help a refugee family. And that's actually the only donate button specifically for the monthly giving unless you click oh no the donate button brings you to this page at the top my only thought would be to add more donation the help a refugee sticky button on the left hand side i do love that it's action and Mm -hmm. it says help a refugee family and it's not just donate Mm -hmm. and that links to your monthly yeah i mean the only thing i could think about is if you wanted to add other donation elements to test Hmm. throughout the page okay yeah maybe one by the bag yeah one by the bag that's specifically thirty dollars we have a whole page for the bag that is 
you know, the only option is monthly on that page. Oh, what's the backlash to that? It's everyshelter.org slash every dash shelter dash bag. Okay, so the headline, the every shelter bag, join the Haven at $30 a month and get a bag that helps refugees rebuild their place of safety, stability, and refuge their haven. Learn more what we do. Monthly subscription that matters. It's more than just a bag. So this would be interesting to tweak for like what we were talking about with upselling Mm. the existing monthly donors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would really start to research that new feature they have with the yeah. one-click upgrades and maybe see if there's a way to integrate it with this or turn this into like a little bit more about how the bag is built. Like, There's a video here, mm-hmm. but outside of like where it says it's more than just a bag, that segment almost like bump that up. Mm. Because these people, right, if we use this page, they already know what you do. Right. Yeah. But it's like, it's more about the bag of like, this is right. more of, yeah. 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 Mm, that's a good idea. Otherwise, I love on the main, let me go back to the main page. I would do some Microsoft Clarity work on it. See the heat map. Look at the recording, how people are using the page. Where are they leaving? Where are they may be getting stuck? Check your elements. And what's getting the most traction? Maybe try adding in a couple others right by the bag. I would even think about for your monthly giving. I haven't watched this video, but running like a video view campaign and then retargeting those people. I mean, there's so many options. Otherwise, I mean, I love, I always say call in the people that you want to attract. Is there a common belief thread of your existing monthly donors and how can we continue to like speak to bring in new people? I mean, you're saying our community and monthly donors who are bringing dignity to the displaced, taking new steps forward and changing lives. We believe in refugees and see ourselves in every refugee. Yeah, you're saying you're, we're justice-oriented monthly supporters just like you. So you do a really good job of like calling in people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love the copy and the visuals. I would just say to add some more elements and then just think about how can you maybe further optimize this page, watching where people are landing. Right. Kind of looking behind the curtain (laughs) of it all. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And especially on, I would look at some, Microsoft Clarity will tell you this too, or Google Analytics and look at on mobile, especially too, and just see Mm -hmm. where the most of the traffic is coming from. And if there's any way to optimize it more for, but it looks pretty good just by like shrinking it down on, on my site. But we know that a lot of people are on their mobile phone. Yeah, exactly. Always, always these days. <laughs> well, Lauren, it was so great to chat yes, with you. Thank you. Thanks so much. How can people connect with you? How can they personally and then also learn more about Every Shelter? So, Every Shelter, we're on Instagram. It's at Every Shelter. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram. And then everyshelter.org is our organization. And then, yeah, thank you so much, Dana, for. You're welcome. Oh, this I have time. one last idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just came to mind. Okay, because you just talked about going to... It was Bitty Bitty, right? I went to Uganda and I went to Bitty Bitty Refugee Camp, yeah. Okay, I don't know if you've already done this or not. Have you told your story? I have not, no. No, like you my like Lauren Hansen story. Hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you on... I'm not sure if you're active on LinkedIn, but okay. I would... 
in the whole, anybody who has traveled or part of the staff that has gone, yeah. think about your personal stories of going there. I'm sure there was photos yeah. that you took right. and write your own thought leadership piece on what that meant to you and your role in mm. being there and how it's impacted you personally. And then you can, the call to action, invite them X thing. It could be to download the book. It could right. be to join the Haven. It could be talking about the bag. It could be all of these different things, but right. tell your story, girl. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah. Cause I can already think of something that I could talk about. So that's exciting. Yeah. Thank you. Dana. Yeah. You're welcome. Love it. Awesome. Thank you everybody for tuning in and listening. Please reach out to Lauren, check out their website. It's beautiful and wishing everyone an amazing giving season. See you in the next one.